Don't you love doing what you do? Don't you love the gifting and talents that God placed in you to bring him glory? Don't you love doing that? And I say to God, I love what you call me to do. And it's nonstop. There goes a word, another word, another word, another word. It's a constant of speaking on you Eating while I'm giving a word, cooking while God have me cooking dinner at 7.40 this morning. I already finished the macaroni and cheese. Now the baked chicken is in the oven. Greens and corn already done. I'm sitting here eating a snack in between. Because you know we get hungry. Naturally, we have an earthly soup. And it's like, wow. Okay, God. Everything we do, we do unto him. That means every second. Every second. Even when we're not talking, we're still being a blessing by showing up, by breathing, by seeing, by hearing, by understanding what we know. Whatever it is that God have you, have me to glorify him, don't think about nothing else but that. Don't think about how it's going to get done. Don't think about expenses because of you. Don't think about time nor space regarding it. Just focus on being used. Because as we continue to be used to exalt him, there goes God taking care of us. We always think that we start out small. We confuse low with small. We can't confuse quantity and quality. When it comes to our purpose and God's provisions, we start thinking less of ourselves because we're thinking about quantity regarding something being so big, so supernatural to a person that's in the earth as a supernatural being. And that's not what God wants for us or even how we should think. We all start out low, not small, because God doesn't do anything small. See, faith starts out low, the size of a mustard seed. That's not quantity. That's quality. Because you know what? Regarding quality, it becomes better because it has to grow. Your faith has to grow. My faith has to grow. My believing, your believing has to grow. My love, walk, my faith, walk, it has to grow. My trust, my believing in God, so does yours. It has to grow. My character like him, it has to grow. My thoughts by my mind be renewed, it has to grow. So opportunities have to come to me to cause me to continue to grow. But we feel like growth is uncomfortable. Growth is what we don't want. But growth is what we need because we're growing more like our father. Meaning that we are discovering what's already within us and not walking in and then receiving as we walk along. No, we're using faith and walk by faith and not by sight as we continue alongside with him. These words are coming out so fast. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. What do you love to do? What is it that God put in you to do for him? You cook? You love to cook for him? 
in all you do, do it unto him. Because when we do it unto him, we appreciate doing it more. If I do something for you, I'm, I'm going to get tired. If I'm doing something unto you, I'm going to get saying? I may be frustrated. I may don't feel like doing it. I may not become faithful or consistent at it. But if I do anything unto you because of him, you're going to get the best out of me every time. Because what I do for you is because of what I do unto him. So there is no lack, no slack, no inconsistency. Not even me being unfruitful. If you notice, there are a lot of videos that people are releasing of them loving on wild animals. Having relationships with lions and bears, alligators and sharks. The only reason why the wild beast attacks us because they don't know us anymore. Look at how many generations animals have been since Adam. When Adam was dismissed out of Eden, the animals had to leave with him. Do you know that? That's why the cattle and everything is here outside of Eden. If God left the animals in Eden, then who will attend to them? How will we eat the meats that God provide for us? Even the clothing, the supplies, the inventions that God used us to do with them all the time. Someone said to me the other day, you sure you want to eat meat? Yes, I'm sure. Because I, it's just not healthy to eat, eat that. And, you know, and, I, and, and whatever the reason is, this is the Holy Spirit. Okay. I, it's just not healthy to eat that. Okay. And some may say, you know, I'm an animal lover. I, I, just, I just cannot eat them. Okay. That's for you. I get it. But it makes no sense that I choose not to eat an animal because I honor them more than I honor someone in my own image and likeness as my father. I don't love you. I mistreat you every day, but I honor an animal so much that I do not want to eat them, but I throw negative dots at you or disrespect you all the time. Even when it comes to our health, okay, I don't eat animals because it's not healthy, but yet I drink coffee, I curse out my mouth, I fornicate, I exaggerate, I manipulate all the time. I'm greedy when it comes to anything of this earth. So is that healthy for me? So be mindful as to why you and I do what we do. Like Nicodemus said, I honor you. He was pretty much honoring Christ. And Christ come back to Nicodemus is, unless a man be born again, spirit and water, he has no part in the kingdom. Born again, he won't even think about the water or the spirit. He's thinking about a natural birth. Hold on, born again. It's like I'm giving you a whole eulogy and you stuck with that one word. Hold on, born again. What do you mean? How can a man enter back into his mother's womb? Mm. You have all this knowledge, all this influence from all these people who honor you, and yet you don't even know anything. 
Pharisees can quote any scripture. Give me a Bible reference for love. Sure. Peace. Sure. Joy. Sure. Depression. Sure. But operate in it all the day long by not walking in love. They kept coming for the Messiah they read about and didn't believe it was actually him, but they carried the scriptures scrolls about him. You're prophesying Isaiah's prophecy about how he's going to come here unappealing and scrawny, and yet he's right here in your face and you don't believe. Oh, wow. You believe in earthly seasons more than spiritual seasons? Hmm. You believe in the earthly law so much that it takes you away from receiving from God the attributes of God's heart, which is the fruits of the spirit, which are no laws. Mm. Hallelujah. Okay, I'll wait. <laughs> I was about to eat a cupcake. Holy <laughs> Spirit say, just wait a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Let me get it out of my reach. <laughs> it's strawberry. It's right there. <laughs> Over there. Cover it up with the plate. <laughs> you understand? See, God rather us know that it's not what goes in the mouth that defiles a man. It's what come out. I could go on a fast for no meat, with no meat, and still mistreat you, disrespect you every day. I can only eat fruits and vegetables. I could become a herbivore and still walk in doubt, still believe in a lie. So it's not what goes in, it's what comes out. Because out of the mouth, the heart speaks. Now, what we prefer to do, that's on us. It's okay. But make sure our heart is right concerning it. Because many of us say, I don't want no parts of an animal because I'm an animal lover. And yet you're walking around with animal products. What do you think that purse made out of? That comforter. The parts that's on the seats that we sit on. That leather. The lipsticks, the makeup. Animal products are everywhere. The shoes. So allow Holy Spirit to minister. Why we choose to do what we prefer to do. I don't want to not eat pork and work in a pig place. I'm working at hogs on the hill and yet I don't eat pork. That don't make sense. I'm around it all day and yet don't eat it. Can't stand it. That's like me going to a job I hate every day, but I know I need to pay. So I'm going to put on a gay face every move that I make. 
And many of us cannot even wear a game face for real because we're not created to not be authentic. We're not created to not be original. We're not created to walk in a lie because we worship God in spirit and in truth. So if I walk like I don't feel, you're going to feel it for me. You're going to see it come for me, even though I'm trying to hide it. And when God have us to see things through each other, it's not because he's exposing each other. It's because we're just that relational. You have a same mind I have. May not think the same way I think, but you've still been given a soul, a spirit, and a body just like me from the same God. You still have Holy Spirit and the same Lord and Savior as I have. The free gift and evidence of speaking of an unknown tongue like I have. You think I'm not going to perceive from someone I can relate to that's just like me? Like our father? But what do I do with that? Do I go and talk about you? Do I go and think I'm better than you? Do I go and shake my head at you? No, I go to God about everything I see concerning you. And God taught me that at the age of 12. Come to me about everything. And I did. I don't have to come to you about what he showed me. And you don't have to come to me about what he showed you. Unless he tell us to. Let's not be so quick to tell people what they can and cannot do because they're going to be looking for us to slip up because we're so filled with trying to correct them and discipline them and we're losing sight of discipleship. If you notice somebody always going at somebody and coming down at them so hard, they're going to look and see, okay, let me see if you're so perfect. Let me see how you do it, guy. Oh, didn't do it right. Oh, got caught in the lie. Oh, lying is you? I mean, it's going to be lying, are you? <laughs> you understand? I really want this cupcake. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I bought it in a rum. No, I'm, I'm going to do this first. I woke up so hungry. God is doing something powerful today in all of our lives. He had me to get up around 7.30 and fix dinner. Macaroni, cheese, corn, and greens are done just waiting on the baked chicken because he wants to do something in the time that I was going to use to cook. So now all that's done, now there's time to do what he wants me to do. See, we have to flow that smooth with God that we're doing whatever. I realize I'm called to preach. And I love doing that. So the devil is going to try to bring the opposite to rob us of our gift. So if, you, if you're a singer, he's trying to come for your voice. He's trying to come for your songs. He's trying to come from your song choice. He's trying to come for your audience. He's trying to come for it. But guess what? He prevailed not as long as we continue to do it unto God. So don't get lazy. Don't invest in things more than your gift. Don't be sloppy. I'll be sloppy or slack without gift. I shouldn't be cracking and horsing all these things. I should know how far my voice can take me, how low it can take me, all in a matter of one sound, one note, one verse, one hook. Does it matter? I have to give 100% to God at all times. And it's going to show if we don't. If I get up in front of you guys and pray, you can tell what my prayer life is like based upon how I pray. You know what's so amazing? Ooh, Holy Ghost. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. I got a mystery. <laughs> when Christ said, 
This is the way to pray. He didn't mean just pray that way every time using those exact words. He meaning to have a heart regarding the words that he said. Our father, that means he's all of ours. So don't think that he's any more of a father to you than me. The same God I have, same as you. That's what he's meaning. So when it comes to us praying, we know that he's ours too. It's that personal, it's that relational. Which are in heaven, that means that it's his kingdom. He's in control. We don't have to come out and say, and many of us think, okay, we pray what he said. Okay, our Father, which art in heaven. And that's the way to only pray. No, you have to get the words and the words Holy Spirit said to me to say. Now, what he means when he says, which are in heaven, that's where he create his own throne. Where it dominates. And you and I have the ability to approach the throne at all times and make a request made known. And our Father is where? In the kingdom. Is he beneath? No. He's above all things. He's all sufficient. The all sufficient one. Hallowed be thy name. How honoring. How powerful. How mighty is thy name. Your name above any other false God name. So I'm coming to you knowing that you are God and God alone. Thy kingdom come. Heavenly realities I embrace. Heavenly deposits I receive. The windows of heaven are open up to me because the kingdom come. When the will be done. When I obey what you say, there goes your realities. So I'm praying as I ought to pray. I'm praying by giving you thanks and not asking you to do what I know you already done for me. So instead, not asking, I'm thanking. That's what Christ is saying. He's given us ways on how to pray coming from keywords. The keywords, our father. That means he's our daddy. That means he's responsible. We don't have to work out our own lives. He already worked it out. That job is not taking care of me. He blessed me with that job to provide for me because that's a way out of many. He wanted to take care of me for now until he does whatever he wants to do concerning me. You understand? On earth as it is in heaven, that's manifestation of the super on the natural. See, Christ is having us to open up to a prayer life. He doesn't mean that's what you pray that way every time. No, he doesn't. Those are key words to expand our vision, to expand our believing, to expand our faith, to expand our giving of thanks, to expand our trust in God, expand knowing he is God, expand knowing where God is, expand knowing that we are relational due to us being children of God, expand. Oh, God. There's so much might in this hour. Might is not aggression. Aggression comes with anger. Aggression comes with evil doings. See, might comes from love. Might comes from power. See, might gathers people up and gains their attention. 
If I come out and speaking about a powerful God and my words are like, you know, he's powerful. Come on. You know, he's, you know, the author and finisher. And here goes the mic. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. And guess what? Everybody stands up and agree. When you hear a speaker and it volume goes up due to the might and not anything other than that, it causes you to stand to your feet because you can feel the might and the power that comes with it. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know what's so amazing? I keep eyeing this muffin, this um, cupcake. <laughs> I'm looking at it. You guys can't see me. If you did, if I was going live and you would see me keep looking to the left, she looking at that cupcake. <laughs> I, I covered it up. I just know where it is. Oh, God. What an illustration. God says that's how he want us to use our faith for whatever he said belongs to us. You know it's right there. You can touch it. You can taste it. You even know what it, you know it's going to be good. You know what it tastes like. Even though it's not in your possession naturally to partake right now, but you know it's right there. And you're so excited because you know when it's all said and done, you're about to eat that cake. That's how you see that car. That's how you see that truck. That's how you see that RV. That's how you see that home. That's how you see that island that you're about to have that's not even accounted for for no one in the earth. You're about to own your own island. Jesus. It's how you see the marriage. It's how you see whatever you're asking God for. That new job, that promotion. That's how you see yourself being humble. Someone wanted to preach and stop me from preaching. Like, I, I want to do it. Let me see if I can do it like you, Q. Without saying that. Okay, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk now. And my spirit was like, it's not your gift. It's not your gift. You're not going to sound like me. It's not your gift. You're about to mess up. They're going to walk away. They're going to walk away. And the person, I didn't want them to think that, okay, I'm not going to, you know, share the floor. We walk under an open heaven. So, okay, go ahead. You want to preach? Go ahead. Because a person got caught up in the crowd. Oh, I want this too. Oh, I want them to agree. I want them to know I'm power. Well, go ahead. They start preaching. And people start walking away. Because they didn't know how. They got grace to. See, they preach not in a way by verbally being, you know, speaking words into their lives. Their way of preaching is owning their own business to save people from domestic violence. Hallelujah. You know what's so amazing, guys? I don't even want the cupcake no more. <laughs> I don't even want the cupcake. God said today, Quenisha, I want you to be used how I want you to be used. I'm going to use you to give a word all day long. All day long. Word, 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 word. Because I'm doing what I'm doing with you regarding why you're here. And when the people start walking away from the woman, thank you, Holy Spirit, that's where I left off. Oh, you're so good. And her purpose is to open up domestic violence. We laugh, we laugh all the time about it. It's to open up, you know, domestic violence organizations for people who are in domestic situations. And I'm telling you, me and her laugh about how she was just like, you know, let me do this. I got this. I'm not a priest too. Go ahead. It just, you're not grace. You're not grace to do it like I'm doing it. Like I'm not grace to get on the mic and sing all day, even though I can sing. It's not going to be as it is for a person who's graced. You know when you hear the grace because you can do it in your sleep. You know when it's natural. You don't have to be taught to do, but you can also increase and become polished. 
We have to really pray for people to be where they belong. For real. I know we want to do things unto God, but if I keep pacifying you somewhere you're not supposed to be because I don't want to hurt your feelings, it's not going to have you to walk in where you're supposed to be. It's going to rob you from your true identity. So guess what? If you're not a cook, you're just not a cook. Yeah, your food okay, but it's not naturally graced. That can have people to leave Popeye's and go to your place. Yeah, it's good, but it ain't nothing like, let, the thing is, we let our light so shine before men that they see our good works and glorify our God is in heaven. That is in heaven. See, the way how God used me to help people is not just giving a word. Do you ever hear me say, turn to your Bibles. It's so much more than an inspirational speaker. It's exhortation. I exalt you. I am grace to exalt you. Whether on TV, the radio, no matter how God uses it to glorify himself, but it's exaltation. Because sometimes we're thinking we're doing something that God wants us to do, and it's really boring. It's boring. It's going to be boring if we don't allow Holy Spirit to freely move. Because that means if Holy Spirit is not moving, then who is? We can make mistakes and mistakes and mistakes all the time. And guess what? God picks us right up from him and just say, move forward. It's okay. He's not like how we think naturally. That's why I don't even want to think naturally anymore. And I thank God for a supernatural way of thinking like him. Because me as a mother, if my son did something and I get upset, I'm still going to think about it, but still show him love, but still be angry while I'm showing him love. God's not like that. It's as if we never done it, even though he remembered we did. When he said, I remember your sins no more, that means you're no longer held accountable. It doesn't mean he forgot. He doesn't forget anything. How can he forget to glorify himself out of something he brought you out of? You think he don't know I did cigarettes? If I keep, if my testimony is to help those who in an addiction of cigarettes, to tell you how he brought me out, how is that going to be for him all the time? He don't remember. Like, who, what are you talking about? I, I deliver you from cigarettes? Come on. Don't take with a parable or, you understand, figurative to be literal. That's why we misinterpret the Bible all the time. For an example, this is poetry. It's wisdom, it's poetry, it's laws, it's episodes, all of those things, epistles, excuse me, all those things. Broken up into the word of God. Structure. He disciplines us with Structure. We already know the whole Bible filled with wisdom, but Proverbs, that's where the Bible reference that refers to wisdom. For a man who was greatly deceived because he was acting so foolish at first. My only desire is to receive the wisdom of you, God. I don't care about, you know, being a king and what comes with being a king, all the women and all the money to cross the line, all the soldiers to win the battles. I just want to discern good from evil. 
just like my father David got. And yet he was the man known in the entire Bible to have the most wives, 1,000 wives and concubines. What is one man going through with 1,000 women? And that's why he preached Proverbs 31. And he also talked about how to look out for a woman that is, you know, lust, very lustful, very manipulative. And you can tell he got angry about it when he's testifying. She's like a woman that's walking in the streets, waving at you while she has a husband at home. And he pretty much wanted to say, beware of the thoughts. Beware of the hoes, you people. Without saying that. Beware of those demons that are hoes. Those demons that are manipulative, that's after your genitals. Come on. Now imagine reading that in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, maybe we read it then. Let me read that. Hold on, wait, sorry. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> For real. There were over 50 people who written King James. There are not too many people who write an entire Bible. Even though you're responsible for the one who, you know, been used to have that translation, but many of us have help. 66 books and many have over 20 something chapters. Look at Psalms 150. And trust me, that's not all the songs that David has sung. That's just in the book. So you and I have to know what the author is saying to us. What the author is saying to us. What does the author want us to know and perceive from this passage? Hallelujah. It's my time for now. For this episode. Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. I love you.